your girl Anaya, also known as the Annihilator, and I am here dropping off episode 12, right? So as some of y'all know, I'm still in my turtle shell. I peek out to get a little sunshine, and I just go back in my shell because it just feels so cozy in there. But y'all, y'all, even though I've been in my shell a lot of people have been showing me mad love for the Annihilator podcast. And I just want to say thank y'all for that. Like, y'all are appreciated. I know it don't mean much to y'all, but my audience has grown. Well, I say family rather, not audience. But the app that I use, they call them audience members. But my family has, I could remember when we was at three. Now we at 30. And I just want to appreciate every last one of my family members that's rocking with the Annihilator podcast, whether you family, whether you friends, hell, even if you a foe, thank you. <laughs> I want to say thank y'all so, so much for showing me mad love. Like y'all are just truly appreciated. Y'all don't understand. Y'all say I make y'all happy, but in actuality, y'all make me happy, baby. And I'm just so thankful for y'all. Like, oh my God. <laughs> y'all putting the annihilator on the map you know what i'm saying and i just i'm like in the fine words of my boy tupac you are appreciated all right okay so let's get into it what is episode 12 going to be about i'm gonna title this episode my life and i titled this my life because been sitting down and I don't know you know like I said I've been in my turtle shell I've been trying to soak up a lot of stuff you know I've been meditating doing school work getting ready for school again you know what I'm saying and coming up with some other things you know <laughs> but I'm gonna keep that under my sleeve right and um I just got to sitting down here and I was just thinking about man my life is my life and um, like I said, you know, my boy J. Cole, he been in my head. Um, I live by this verse, it's beauty in the struggle and ugliness in its success, right? And I don't know, like I said, you know, I just kind of been in my fields for a minute. Maybe it's still because the fact we in this Mercury retrograde, all I can say is this June 2nd can't get here fast enough for me because I'm tired of feeling all the feels, all right? But <laughs> I just been sitting up here thinking like, okay, now you're 27 years old. And if somebody would have told you the stuff that has happened in your life now, I never would have believed it, right? Like, I'm 27, no husband, no kids. Still living with my mom, in debt from the bachelor's degree I got from college, still in school. All I can say is I'm thankful that my life is my life, but my life ain't nowhere. <laughs> 
I'm nowhere where I thought I would be. But you know what? I'm thankful for that. I say I'm thankful because I'm not where I want to be. But baby, I thank God that I'm not where I used to be. One thing I could say about me being in my turtle shell, I, I've been a hypocrite. I've been looking back at the past. And sometimes I say, you know, don't live in your past because it's dead and gone. There's nothing you could do about it. But sometimes you got to look back to understand why you want to go ahead too. You know what I'm saying? Some, I mean, if that's the case, then why do we have history class? You know what I'm saying? We have to look at our history in order to make the present better and to have a prosperous future, right? So I just been, I'm going to say I've been looking at my history, my timelines and stuff like that. I've just been just looking. And I just thought about my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, first off, I can't believe December 4th, 1994, like that was almost, that'll be 28 years old in December. I can't believe y'all I'm finna be 28. I can remember when I was 18, you telling me, dang, nine years of my life didn't pass. I was 18, nine years ago. Are you serious? <laughs> I can't believe that. Now, what's funny, I never said that I was going to get married in my 20s. However, comma, I did think that I would be dating somebody for like 10 years and like when I turn 30 to 35 then maybe we will get married and have a family but sh they're getting married by the time I'm 30 and 35 it's my light looking a little dim in that <laughs> or me having a baby I said I was gonna have my first child when I was 30 to 35 that's looking a little dim too <laughs> but hey I say all the time, if you want to hear God laugh, tell him your plans. And like I said, God stay laughing at the kid right here, all right? Because I wonder if God be like, let me tune into Naya's life and see how this girl can make me laugh today, okay? Because, again, nowhere where I want to be, but I thank God that I'm not where I used to be, all right? Like, I, um, I thought I was going to have my own place by now. I never thought I was going to be in debt. Never thought that I'd be almost 30 years old, still trying to stack my coins up to start my life. But to my defense and to all of our defenses, I'm doing this episode because I want you guys to understand. To my millennials, <laughs> if you're born from 90 to 95, because I don't associate myself with 96, all right? <laughs> no offense how y'all doing <laughs> uh, are you hanging in there is it if you could just sit down and just think picture your life are you where you thought you would be right now and if you're not that's okay baby because listen it's never too late to proceed and to start where you want your life to end up and if you my age, if you 25, 26, 27, 28, whatever your age may be, if you still ain't got it figured out, baby, it's okay. Because one thing my 20s has taught me, <laughs> I ain't got this shit together. 
hell, I'm lucky if I can wake up and know who I am half the time. I think I deserve a gold star for that. <laughs> you know? Like, you got to think about how things are way different from our parents. You know, the Generation X, the baby boomers, which I feel like no motherfuckers the reason why the millennials and Generation Y is suffering. But I ain't going to get into that. That's another topic for another day. <laughs> All I'm going to say is, baby, your life is your life. And you are right where you're supposed to be. Be proud of your past, whether you accept it or not. Like I said, your past has happened. It ain't nothing you could do about it. But don't regret nothing you went through in the past because, baby, understand your past is what made you be the man or the woman that you are today. You understand what I'm saying? Look at your present. Look at your present like this. You know where you've been, but you don't know where you're going. You have your present to be thankful for right now. Because like I say all the time, your present is a gift. Hence the word present, right? And um, you look around and you see what you have in front of you right now. And whether you realize it or not, baby, the things that you pray for in your past life or in the past you're standing in that right now. You're staring that in the face. You're staring your past prayer in the face right now into your present miracle. Mm-hmm. You know how you sat up here and you was like, I'm going to be married by the time I'm 28, 29, or 30, and now you engaged. Look at you. Shout out to all my engaged couples out there. When you sat up here and you was like, I'm going to be through with school by the time before I'm 30. Shout out to all the college graduates that just graduated this semester. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not saying, um, you know, having a timeline is bad. Because like I said, sometimes, sometimes timelines work for us and sometimes timelines don't. Like, I feel like my timeline, well, for one, I got rid of mine. You know what I'm saying? My timeline and my biological clock, baby. I just threw it out the window. Like I told y'all in the previous episode, my timeline and my uh, biological clock was going tick, tick, tick. And like I said, when I turned 25, it got louder. Tick, tick, tick. And honey, when I turned 26, and like I said, I Y'all know how Pac-Man when he get eight in the game. <laughs> that's what my time lock, that's what my timeline and my town clock sounds like right now, baby. I was just like, fuck that shit. Like, no. <laughs> but I say all that to say this before we jump into this episode. So all my 90s kids out there, I'm proud of you. We are almost 30. <laughs> I still don't want to accept that. We are almost 30. And I see us. And man, we we doing the damn thing. One thing I can say I learned about a, a lot of 90s kids. We some hustlers, man. We grind. 
we we thug it out we some hustlers man if we if we ain't working out everyday job you best believe we got another job somewhere after we leave the job we get our benefits from whatever the case may be to my 90s kids yo i'm proud of y'all man i'm proud of us to the ones that own their own business to the ones that are mothers to the ones that are fathers to the ones that are wives to the ones that are husbands baby i salute you I salute y'all, man. We did it. We doing the damn thing. So now, of course, I got a few questions. And I was, you know, I like I said again, it's just something about me being in a turtle shell and I just spark up conversation with any and everybody, right? <laughs> and I even asked myself some questions. I did. Naya, huh? You know, <laughs> yeah, hey, when you the only child and when you used to being alone, baby, you ask yourself questions. You talk to yourself. Now, as long as you don't answer yourself back, <laughs> that's what I was always told. But, <laughs> you know, I just sat up and I just got to thinking about my life. And one thing I can say about Naya Rache Abrams is that she never would have thought that she would be, you know, I knew I was going to graduate college, but on the real, in my fairy tale world, I just knew when I graduated college, my life was going to take off. Well, life had different plans, okay? Like, when I got my bachelor's degree, I just knew, I like, the executive world, the medical world was going to open up for me, and I was going to be out my mama's house by now. You know, I just knew I was going to be doing the damn thing. And in the way I am, it's just not the way I thought that I was going to be doing it. And sometimes I am hard on myself. But what I have to remind myself is this. The economy and the world that we live in today, it makes it. It is set up for you to fail. It really is. Like gas prices are constantly going up groceries are constantly going up health care the price is unrealistic like what the what is this you know what i'm saying trying to buy a house like houses that were built in 2013 that was like how can i put this like they was cheaper now you got me paying an amount for a house that's like a 10-story house, you know what I'm saying, for a two-bedroom and one bath. I mean, come on, y'all. It's not realistic. That's why I say, baby, don't beat yourself up. But one thing you got to know and one thing you got to understand is this. When it's your time, it's your time. You keep manifesting that house you want because you're going to get it. You keep manifesting that car you want because you're going to get it. You keep manifesting your credit going down because it's going to happen. You keep manifesting the fact that you're going to be debt-free because you're going to pay all that debt off. And if you're lucky, somebody going to forgive you for your debt and take a chance on you and you're going to be popping just the way you want to be popping. You know what I'm saying? You treat that man right in your life and he'll make you his wife. And vice versa, you treat that woman right and you'll give her a reason to want to be your wife. That's why I say I know it gets eerie. I know it gets hard. I know it gets frustrating. But to my 90s babies, we doing okay. 
No, scratch that. We're doing great. You just keep doing what you're doing, all right? You just keep pushing and moving forward and keep learning from every day because the <laughs> every day the good Lord wakes you up, you got another day to get it right. And understand this, you are just one step closer to where you want to be. That's how I look at the days of my life. Like when I go to sleep tonight and when I wake up tomorrow, I'm just one step closer to where I want to be in life. And I'm so thankful for that. I thank God for that feeling. You know? All right, so let's get into these questions, all right? Naya, if you can associate yourself with any animal or animals, what would they be? Okay, y'all ready to laugh? <laughs> I said... I would be a turtle. Let me explain why turtles are so cute to me. Plus, they be in their shell. I feel like in my late 20s right now, I am a turtle. Plus, if I could be a turtle, which type of turtle? I would be a Teenage Ninja Mutant Turtle because, of course, they love pizza. And then, you know, they active, like they stand up straight. I wouldn't be like a sloth. And I'm going to tell you why I say I'm a turtle. I look at my life, right? And y'all, I kind of compare my life to that story. Like, I'm going to take y'all way back. Y'all remember that story where it was a turtle and a rabbit. And the rabbit kept bragging to the turtle, like, I'm faster than you. You know, I'm going to win this race. You not going to win. Blah, blah, blah. Whoop, do, whoop, do. The rabbit talking shit. And the turtle is just focused on his own lane. And the turtle is like, yeah, you're faster than me. But it's still possible that I could win this race. So, you know... The turtle, the race starts. On your mark, get set, go. The turtle moving slow. Slow and steady. Slow and steady. So the rabbit looking at the turtle like, are you serious? Please. I can go over here and get me some carrots. I can go talk to this rabbit over here. Go talk to them people over there. And, you know, because the, the turtle taking forever in the day to get to my level. So as the rabbit is gallivanting, doing his thing, because he feel like he didn't already run the race, what happens? The turtle gets distracted. I mean, the rabbit gets distracted, right? And the rabbit realizes, damn, the turtle didn't finally caught up to where I am. And it looked like the turtle finna beat me. So now the rabbit want to try to get itself together, right? But by the time he gets to the finish line, the turtle didn't already finish the race. That's why I compare myself to a turtle. Y'all know y'all remember that story. Don't act like you don't remember that story. Look it up. The turtle and the rabbit racing. I don't know the title, but I'm serious. Look that up. That's a real thing. And I say that I'm a turtle because, again, I like to be in my shell. I like to hide. You know, I like to come out for a little sunshine. And then again, like I say, turtles like pizza. At least if you're a teenage ninja mutant turtle. I love pizza. So that's why I say if I could be an animal, that'll be the first animal. The second animal, y'all gonna laugh. I would have been a giraffe. 
let me tell you why i wanted to be a giraffe because i think giraffes are cute in their own little way however i was a basketball player and i was like if i had the height of a giraffe do you know how many basketball scholarships i could have gotten so when i was in high school i wanted to be a giraffe I did. <laughs> I wanted to be a giraffe when I was in high school. Because I was like, I'm going to be the first basketball player slash model. Because I got that long stature. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I wanted to be a giraffe. Then, lastly, I would be a butterfly. I'd be a butterfly. Let me explain why. Because I did an episode on how healing looks good on you. And I remember coming up with my analogy on how the caterpillar, how it feels ugly, how people ridicule it, how they mock it, and you're not cute, you're not this, blah, blah, blah. So in order to get away from the everyday world, the butterfly goes into its cocoon and it works on itself. And when it's time for that butterfly to come out, or excuse me, that caterpillar to come out, it's what a beautiful butterfly. And plus, I say I'm a butterfly too because I'm pretty to see and look at, but I'm very hard to catch. If anybody catches me, baby, just know you are a lucky son of a gun. Because <laughs> again, pretty to look at, but I'm hard to catch. You want to put in some work to catch me, boo. And it, I ain't no easy catch. You know what I'm saying? You want to work for this. So, yeah. My animals would be a turtle, uh, a giraffe, and a butterfly. Those are the animals that I associate myself with. Or any animal that could hide. But I think turtles and butterflies do beautiful at hiding. So, yeah. That, that, <laughs> that answers that question. Ooh. Um, what made you want to get married in the first place? Well, just like any other little girl, when I was little, you know, my childhood, you know, we as little girls, we were always taught to dream about our wedding. You know, when you grow up, you're going to be a mommy too. When you grow up, you're going to be a wife too. And that's why I say my life because <laughs> not married. I don't have a baby and I'm kind of just like mm, if you would have told me that I wasn't gonna get married and have a baby by now I probably I would have believed you but I at least thought I would have been dating my potential husband by now and like we probably would have got engaged in about what two three years from now but hey life has its own plan so what made me want to get married as a kid or now I guess it was just because that was all we knew as little girls. Like, for example, I can remember my auntie when she bought me a wedding set. I see the box plain as day. Uh, I got it from Walmart. It was in a toy section, of course, with the little girls. And it was a wedding dress, a bouquet, a wedding ring, and a veil. And I just could remember planning my wedding and... Oh, I was the cutest bride at five or six years old. <laughs> then I remember in high school, uh, my theology teacher, she made us plan our wedding. Like, we had to do a whole book or a binder. We had to pick out our colors, pick out our dress, 
pick out our spouse who we wanted to marry like and and talk about the religious part of marriage like she really had us go all out for this project i remember back in i was in high school my wedding colors was gonna be pink and green i was gonna have a spring wedding my wedding dress was going to be strapless and long and my train was going to be long and my hair was going to be in a donut and my veil was gonna hang from my donut like from my ponytail my hair was gonna be slick back and it was gonna have a ponytail like a donut and then my veil would like fall from the donut yeah <laughs> i can laugh about that because like i said i'm not getting married but but if i was to get married now psh, i'd probably go to the courthouse and have a big ass wedding reception you know what i'm saying like if that was to happen now but then again it depends on what my husband wants to like if my husband wanna like hey i want this big wedding blah 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 okay then yeah i'll do it but the older i get my nigga let's go to the courthouse say i do go to the house get it popping and then <laughs> we can have our big reception and come back and get it popping some more like what's good <laughs> but yeah that's what made me want to get married because i thought i had to but now that i'm older and looking at my life i realize marriage ain't i'm not putting nobody down and say marriage don't I'm, just please hear what i'm about to say now that i'm older I'm looking at it and marriage is not all it's cracked up to be in my eyes. You know what I'm saying? I thought my life would be complete when I got married in my late 20s and early 30s. I thought my life was going to be set, you know, because I got married. But once again, society makes it feel like, you know, you got to be married in order to be somebody special. Well, one thing I'm noticing about some 90s kids, even though some of them are getting married, some of them ain't staying married, right? Or some of them are just like me or just not getting married at all. Because we've seen what our parents and grandparents went through. And some of us, including myself, like, I ain't finna put up with that shit. <laughs> you know, you gonna either get right or get left. So I think I felt like what made me wanted to get married was because in my younger mind, I felt like I had to. But now that I'm older, I'm like, Psh. if it happens, cool. If it don't, cool. Like... Can't miss on me, ain't never had, right? So, yeah. <laughs> um, see, what made you change your mind about wanting to get married and being in a relationship? When I realized that that's not for me. You know, again, like I just sat up here and said, I was one of them girls where I felt like I got to get married. I got to have a baby in order to say uh, I'm somebody because society is frowning on me. And Kevin Samuels is frowning on me because I'm in my late 20s and finna be 30 and ain't nobody married me yet. Or maybe I'm ugly because I'm not married. Or maybe something wrong with me because I'm not in a relationship. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Let me tell you something. People going to say any and everything they want to say because it sounds good or it makes them feel good. I do not feel, no matter of fact, I know for certain I am not less of a woman because I am not married. I'm not in a relationship. I'm not engaged and I do not have any kids. That it ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm not ugly okay i'm fine as hell and if you think i'm ugly then go get your eyes fixed 
because <laughs> like I said, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And I've, <laughs> it's so funny because I've seen people tell me like, when I first seen Naya, I thought she was this stuck up snob bougie cause she a AKA, she went to John Carroll. She been in private school all her life. But when I got to hang around her, I just love this girl. I know. <laughs> no, for it. Like, y'all, if y'all could imagine how many death stares I get or stank looks I get towards me because I'm an AKA and because I went to John Carroll Catholic High School. But when these people, when you get to sit down and hear me speak, I tell people all the time, y'all seen ATL, right? Picture if Esquire and Nunu had a baby. Because people say I sound like Nunu when I talk. They say I'm country, y'all. I don't hear. They, they say I got a country accent, but I don't hear. And they say I talk like Nunu off ATL, but I don't hear either. But whatever. <laughs> and then you got my boy Esquire. Esquire was down for his people. But you know Esquire went off, did his thing. You know, is in prep school and went off to college. She know, but he was still down with, you know, from around the way, down with the hood. I feel like this me. I'm just your average girl who went to any rich daycare, Our Lady of Fatima, John Carroll, college graduate, pledged AKA. Okay, what's good? You know what I'm saying? Because I make those things. Those things don't make me because, see, I know my worth and I knew who I was before I dabbled in all of that type stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just Naya Abrams, baby. <laughs> I'm just me. You feel me? Like, come on now. And I think some somebody even told me, like, you think you so perfect. I said, no, nah, sweetheart, you think I'm perfect. Because I know I'm perfectly imperfect. But, mm-mm, baby, I just... Wanting to have all of that stuff... You know, it's just because we were taught as kids and when and when you look and you see like, oh, they're getting married. Or, oh, they're having a baby because I'm going to be real. Like when I was a kid, I used to feel like when you became you became an adult when you got married and had a baby. You know, that was just like my child mind thinking, Psh, child, please. You still got kids out here or adults out here acting like full-grown kids that ain't ready to be a mother, a wife, or a husband, or a boyfriend, or a girlfriend. You know, I used to feel like a person became grown when they moved out their parents' house. I feel like a person became grown, like I said, when they got married or in a relationship and had a baby. I felt like a person got grown when they drove a car you know that, that's just what i was thinking like i said my life title of the show <laughs> i can only go by what i thought as a kid and i look at half of the stuff now baby i don't think i will ever be ready to get married or have a baby like when is it the right time to get married when is it the right time to have a baby because one reason okay one reason why I don't want to have a baby is because when I have a baby, it's not about me no more. And I don't think I can accept that. Like, I got to I gotta not only think about me, but I got to think about you too. 
Like, I would be one of them parents. I'm out and about. And my kid called me, Mommy, you left me. Who is this? Your child. Oh, my God. Y'all, I got to go. I done left my baby in daycare. I got to go. Like, <laughs> and plus, let me go back. I just got through sitting up here saying they made stuff too expensive. Who the hell finna pay for $1,500 a week to a month to, for you to watch my child in daycare? My mama said she only paid $85 a week or was it a month when I went to daycare, when I went to Eden Ridge? Who? My mama said my crib was $99, basically $100. Hell, I was in Walmart the other day. I saw a baby crib for $300, $400. And then baby formula, which is a shortage on that now. I'm like, golly, I, I can't do it, yo. I can't do it. A baby? Oh, hell no. <laughs> then when it comes to marriage i'm like okay again i tell y'all all the time i don't have a fear of getting married i don't have a fear of loving somebody i have the fear of loving the wrong person on the real like i have relationship phobia people give me a phobia I think I've learned too, like, and I was in therapy, well, still is, that my attachment style is anxiety, something like that. What she said? She said something. But I just have a problem of loving the wrong person. I have a problem with being with the wrong person. Like, like I said, the way my life set up, I could be with somebody and then the love of my life just pops up out of nowhere because you don't know, you know what I'm saying? But I think that's when you have to like ground yourself and be like, okay, you for me and I'm going to make myself for you. Now, when I say I'm going to make myself for you, I'm going to see where this thing goes. Like I said, music soul child, teach me how to love you. And teach me how to be a better person. If you bring out the best in me, then I'm rocking with you. But if I got to sit up here and question why you in my face and why you in my space and you don't feel right to me, you got to go. <laughs> like, I'm at the point in my life where if something don't feel good to me, I, it's got to go. I don't care if it's a piece of hell. It's got to go. You got to go. If you do one thing that I just don't feel good about you have got to go yeah that part <laughs> because I just don't mm -mm. I'm just at the point where I don't have time to play games like I said I'm 27 and if God want me to get married and have a baby like I said I ain't trying to be 30-something to 40 trying to have a baby. Because like I said, that comes with... My baby could have health issues if I ain't got no folic acid in my body. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think about all that type of stuff. But then again, I low-key feel like I'm going to be a late bloomer in life. You know? I just feel like because I'm so late for everything now, ain't no telling when or if I'll ever get married or have a family or have a baby. But... I think that's what made me change my mind. Like the older I got and seeing that marriage and a baby is not all that it's cracked up to be. Cause again, I'm still looking at that Disney character type love. I'm still looking at 
Princess and the Frog. I want that. Or Beauty and the Beast. I want that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's just not realistic, baby. It's not. <laughs> it's, it's not. So I think that's what made me change my mind about that. Um, and then, like I said, with having kids, too. I'm just not ready to accept the fact that I have a little rug rat. And, I mean, because I'm the baby. My cousins then had babies and stuff, but... I'm the first great-grandchild on both sides of the family. And then have somebody come in here and steal my thunder? Oh, no, ma'am. Like, what? Like, if I had a baby, I feel like my granddad would call that baby stanky rat. Uh, granddaddy, I'm your stanky rat. I have one child, and you gonna give my baby my nickname? Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> or... If my mom and dad treat their grandchild better than me, I'm like, ho, 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 ho. And don't let it be a boy, y'all. Oh, my God. Like, if I was to have a son, they will probably, like, shun me. Like, Naya who? We got a boy in the family. <laughs> I'll be like, really? Because, you know, my mom, when she was in high school, she wanted two boys. She did. And my daddy always wanted the boy. He always wanted a son. So I feel like if I have a little boy, which I feel like if I was to have a baby, I'm going to have a little boy. They going to just get rid of me and just love that little boy to death. And I'm going to be so mad because I feel it. Like my daddy is going to let that boy do more than I could or ever did in my teenage year. And that's going to piss me off. My daddy probably going to let his grandson date when he's 16. My daddy probably going to give his grandson a car when he's 16. Like, this boy going to get away with bloody murder. I asked my daddy, can I go on a date? My daddy said, hell no, I am your date. Where you going? <laughs> I'm like, dude, that's not fair, but whatever. All right, what's the next question? Naya, what's the biggest accomplishment you ever done in your life? Oh, I would say graduating college. Even though I got a hell of a lot of debt behind it. I would say graduating college. Becoming a woman of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Being able to buy my own car. Let's keep it real. Everybody's parents buy, or majority of people, their parents buy them their first car. Well... My dad got me, my first car was a 2003 BMW 330i. It only lasted for like a year. And after that, it conked out on me. So I had drove my mom's car. But to say I actually got my first car on my own, like no cosign or nothing, that was a big accomplishment for me. Um, the next thing I would have to say was graduating college. Cause y'all, if y'all got to understand it was so many days, it was so many times. I just felt like a nigga wasn't going to make it in college. Like I tell people all the time that's in college and that wants to give up. Don't give up. You too close to the finish line. Don't do it. Now you do what you got to do. If you got to take a semester off, take time off and come back. But baby from the kid's mouth, it was times I wanted to drop out of college because it was so hard like i'm telling you i was going through so much like i said i was sick i was broke i mean i couldn't get into my program it was just a hot ass mess Woo. <laughs> it was a hot ass mess and i just felt like i just was i just couldn't make ship. 
So that day, December 15th, 2018, when I graduated from UAB, I got a little teary-eyed. I got a little, it was tears of joy because I can remember August of 2013 took me five years four months to finish college like I counted the days <laughs> and then I think what made me really like just tip over because I did cry when I graduated I can remember feeling my grandmother's there it was like my grandma Jackie was on one side and my great grandmama Minnie Miller well as I call her Skooky was on the other side and I just felt them in my presence and I just hated the fact that they couldn't see me physically but little do I know they had the best seat in the house because they was watching from heaven they was watching above you know I call them my angels and it made my heart smile I was like I remember I was like grandma I did it you know what I'm saying I graduated college I did it and um just to get that love, that recognition, everybody was like, man, we so proud of you. And I can't believe, like, it's been four years since I done graduated from college. Now that I'm back in school, like I said, I'm getting my master's in hospital administration and going back for nursing because I didn't pass that class, <laughs> whatever. But <laughs> I'm going back because it's so much, some inside of me saying, fuck nursing, quit it, quit, just quit. But you know me, I'm not even sure. I might quit relationships, but I ain't quitting what God has destined for me. No matter how hard it gets, no matter what, I can't quit. Something inside me just won't allow me to do that. Alright? So, I think, in all honesty, that would have to be my greatest accomplishment. When I graduated from college, buying my own car without a co-signer, Becoming a woman of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. I still could feel that feeling. I remember my mom's exact words to me the night I crossed. She was like, I want you to soak in this experience. Take it all in. This is a glorious time in your life. And she wasn't lying. I can remember the night of my probate. I remember my line sisters laughed at me. I said, y'all, it's my first college probate. And I'm in it. <laughs> And they laughed. And shout out to my online sisters, 30 Poise. What's up, Epsilon, Upsilon? Hey, girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was some fun times. We had some fun, crazy-ass times. I I love my line sisters, all 29 of them with their crazy ass. But <laughs> and it's just a beautiful thing to see your line sisters, like, get married, have babies, get engaged go off and become doctors pharmacists like all that like they doing the damn thing again shout out to my line 30 points we was the best to do it on the south alabama campus whoop, whoop. <laughs> but yeah um those will be my greatest accomplishments okay let's see what is your fear Excuse me, your biggest fear about being alone? Mm, that's a good question. My biggest fear of me being alone is that I won't have a legacy. I think that's what bothers me about being alone. Like, I won't have... I'm doing all this great work, but who do I have to share it with? 
like my baby can't I'm not gonna have a baby you know what I'm saying like I don't have a baby to share my fortune and fame with not fame because you know I don't well I am famous in my mind but <laughs> but when I say my fame like if I was to die today God forbid knock on wood because I ain't ready to go uh, <laughs> um my child won't hear how great of a person that their parent was like your mama was the goat Naya was the greatest of all time Naya was that girl like oh the dudes come up like man I used to love your mom never got with her but she was fine I you know your mama was your mama <laughs> I'm like really you say this now when I'm six feet under really that's how you feel all right whatever but yeah I think that's my biggest fear about being alone it's like I won't have a baby um Another thing I fear about being alone is when I get in old age, going to a nursing home because I can't take care of myself. I want to be those old women where I'm 90, but you look at me and you think I'm 70. That's why I work out so hard right now. That's why I'm going back on my keto diet. That's why I'm trying to get back sexy, you know, because I'm I'm finna be 30 and I want to look like I'm 16. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's my biggest fear, like not having nobody to grow old with, not having nobody to um, take care of me when I get old, not having a legacy to share in my life with, not having a man to share my life with my dreams my fears you know my everyday life with i think that's the biggest fear about me being alone but again i know true love ain't easy and easy love ain't true it's just the stuff i gotta go through to get that junk lord have mercy like oh god i just i don't know i got a phobia <laughs> but no, I think that would have to be my biggest fear. Not having nobody to share my dreams with. Not having nobody to share my accomplishments with. Not having nobody to leave my legacy to. Like, I want to, like I always say, if I was to have a baby, I want a little boy. But then part of me wants a little girl because I want to share my AKA legacy with her. My baby will be legacy. Like, mommy, I'm going to be AKA just like you. Baby, come on. Hold your pinky up. Do the I believe for mommy. Yes, I didn't name you I before a reason, girl. You mommy's legacy. Come on. And, you know, she goes to her interest meeting and she's legacy. And my, my baby is my legacy. Or if I have a little boy, like I said, a kid is a basketball player. I want my baby to play basketball. And whoever his daddy going to be, if he listening to this podcast or not, you know, our son, he is not playing football. He can do basketball. He's well, he's going to do basketball. He's going to do track. My baby is not playing football. He's not. He can do every and any sport he wants, but football is out the damn question. Y'all will not tackle my baby. I will be one of them moms if I just had to be a football mom and somebody tackle my baby. I I, I see you number 13 where your man met little boy because see, I'm going fight, to fight kids. And, so, and if you don't want me to fight you, I'm going to fight your mama. Where is 13's mama? Don't. Yeah, I'll be one of them parents. They have to kick me out the game. <laughs> tackle.
tackling my baby. Look, I ain't even got a son and I done got mad. He out there on the field, somebody to tackle my baby. I'm going to jail. And don't let me be a nurse. Somebody that hit, blow my baby like, you know, a hard blow. I'm running out there on the field. Miss Naya, you can't kiss my ass. That's my baby. I got to go see by mine. <laughs> I got to I got to go see by my baby. Donna, don't mess with my baby. Look, I <laughs> I ain't even got no baby and I already love them. I love them rather. As long as they look like me and they healthy and they pledge, aka and don't play football, we is good. <laughs> I'm just saying, but yeah. I think that's my biggest fear. Like I said, not having nobody to leave my legacy to and not having nobody to take care of me when I get old. But that's the future, right? Can't worry about something that ain't happened yet. So, <laughs> okay. What's your fantasy when it comes to love and life? Ooh. <laughs> okay, my fantasy freaky, y'all. Listen. <laughs> my fantasy is... Ooh. I am laying down with either Trey Songs or Jacob Lattimore. Right. I'm laying on their arm because they arm next to my booty. It's the way he treat my little booty like I got a big old booty. And they rubbing on my booty, right? They treat my little Debbie cake like it's a big Deborah. Like they treat me like I got that thigh out. You know what I'm saying? Like, ooh, baby, you so thick. And with the on the other side, I <laughs> know oh, I'm crazy, y'all. He's feeding me pizza from Pies and Pints and street tacos. And he kissing my forehead, kissing my nose, kissing my cheek, and sneaking in kisses with my lips. But that's my fantasy. Or with Jacob Lattimore, the same thing. Or I could stand up with him. But since Jacob is on the shot, I would just want him to just feed me pizza. Yeah. Like, I'm standing up, and Jacob got his arm wrapped around me. But he, like, feeling on my booty. And he licking me in my eyes and just feeding me pizza. And just kissing my forehead and kissing me on the cheek and nibbling on my neck. Oh, my God. That's my fantasy. <laughs> But for real, that's my fantasy, y'all. Like, well, if I can't get that with Jacob or Trey Songs, hopefully my husband, if well, if I was to have a husband, he'll do that. But yeah, like, I don't know. My fantasy is like whoever I end up with, like they just they feel my head up, like, baby, you getting thick. Like, okay, my other fantasy is like we in our house, right? And I got on my little ones. Y'all know them little ones I be wearing that make I make me, you know, they make me think I'm thick. <laughs> and if my sister Jasmine Cabria is listening to this, Jasmine and, and Rochelle, y'all can say what y'all want to say, but with the kid then got thick, okay? And Kiana, because they love talking about so I'm flat, I'm pancake. This, baby, my booty is getting big, okay? Stop hating. Stop hating. <laughs> y'all can't be the only one with big booties in the family. Now y'all mad because I'm growing? Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> well, nah, for real. My fantasy is. I have on my little onesie. I'm walking around the house and I'm reaching for something. And my man like, okay, we're going to say Jacob or Trey. They looking at me or my man, whichever one. And they like, dang, baby, you getting thick. I'm like, I'm getting thick for real. It's like, come, like, turn around. And I turn around and they like, girl, you is getting thick. I'm like, 
come here. I'm like, you know what? You so good to me. I'm finna order some pizza and some tacos. We gonna sit in this house and we gonna watch whatever you wanna watch. And we gonna have some cuddle time. You know what I'm saying? And you can rub on this little Debbie all you want to. Period. That just ain't that so dope. I think anything with pizza and tacos just make it better. Pizza and tacos make everything better. And kisses. And forehead kisses. Yeah. And rubbing on my little booty. <laughs> That's my fantasy. <laughs> but if I don't get that, which is okay, I will say my fantasy with life, I have a big house all to myself. I have my three dogs, my corgi puppy dog, my... um blue french bulldog and my toy poodle i come home they all waiting for me at the door i check in on them you know uh, i go in the kitchen like i said i cleaned up and everything you know i washed my hands took a shower everything i go in the kitchen looking to see if i'm gonna make me a pizza or make me some tacos and since i'm gonna be tired i might order my pizza and tacos <laughs> and um you know we go from there and um when it's all over with said and done go up to my room read a book and watch tv till i fall asleep in my king size bedroom which will be known as the queendom you know i put the dogs to bed they all share a room then I just go in my little aka room because I will I said I'm gonna have a woman cave like you come into my future house it's gonna be pink and green and pictures of me everywhere yes I am a vain person <laughs> and I just look around and I'm like yo a nigga that made it like she made it and I just can't wait till I get to that point but yeah so my fantasy when it comes to love is like I said, Trey Songs or Jacob Lattimore or my man, if God sees fit for me to have one or a husband, if he sees fit for me to have one, it's for him to rub my booty while feeding me tacos and pizza and kissing me on my head, my nose, my lips, and my cheek and my neck. And uh <laughs> and like I said, my uh, for my life is being successful coming home to my big house all to myself until god blesses me with a man or jacob or trey to come live with me <laughs> yeah so that's my fantasy so y'all i'm gonna take a quick break and um i hope y'all enjoying these questions because i'm enjoying answering them and yeah i'm gonna take a quick break give me a sip of water and yeah we're gonna jump back into it all right lovey lovey loveys don't go nowhere sit tight all right, lovey lovies, and we are back. So I'm going to go ahead and jump into the next question. Y'all, I'm just still laughing at myself. I really said I want my man to treat my little Debbie K like it's a big deal, bro. But no, nah, for real, I'm going to need, look, I need for my man to hike me up. I know my booty ain't big, but baby, treat my little Debbie K like it's a big deal, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I really, that's like one of my fantasies. I want my man to treat my little Debbie K like it's a big deal and rub on it like it's a like a crystal ball you know what i'm saying like that'll help me go to sleep and that'll make me like you more too 
I'm a touchy, touchy, feely, feely person. So, like I said, so when my man, if I had a man, if he was just rubbing on my booty, you know what I'm saying? I'll fall asleep up under his neck or something. But I just think that's so romantic. Okay, let's get back into the court. <laughs> Naya, do you think a man will ever change for you just so he can keep you in his life? Nope. <laughs> I mean, hey, I haven't had a man changed for me thus far. But in all honesty, I probably wouldn't even want him to change. Let me explain. Like, say if my guy had... A hot top fade, right? And he was like, Naya, would you love me if I cut my fade off of you? I would tell him, I'm going to love you regardless, but you ain't got to cut your fade off of me because I met you when you had a hot top fade, right? So why would you cut your fade? <laughs> or if he had, um, if he was bald headed. Would you love me if I had hair? Well, babe, when I met you, you didn't have hair. So why would you go get hair? I mean, you do what you want to do. You your own person. But you ain't got to put on hair for me. Because I love what's on the inside and not what's on the outside. So if he was trying to change something physical for me, he don't have to do that. He does not have to do that. But... If a man was to be like, I'm going to drop all my holes for you or I'm going to be the man you want me to be because I lost you once and now I got you back. Mm -mm, he ain't going to do that because <laughs> I haven't seen him. I mean, and, and some men, don't get me wrong, some men are willing to change for the woman they want to change for but i'm just saying i've never been a woman that a man wanted to change for like i never had a man come to me like naya i can't lose you i lost you once i'm not gonna lose you again once again me living in a fairy tale world naya i lost you once i'm not gonna lose you again like can we please give us one more try just one more chance like i i'm i'm showing you it ain't nobody but you who the only way that's gonna work is if god take his sandal and knock me upside the head with it or bop me upside the neck. Other than that, I mean, okay. Because I done seen people look me in my eyes and still lie to me. So, that don't mean shit. <laughs> but no, I don't think a man would change for me just so he can keep me in his life. TX and Y didn't do it. So, why would I think somebody else would do it? <laughs> I mean... You know, it, life is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And anything can happen. Things can change. But again, I wouldn't want a man to change for me. What I mean by that is like if you, say if you had your own podcast, right? And I'm spending time with you. I wouldn't want you to stop doing your podcast because you may feel like I'm neglected. Baby, live your life. Again, I tell y'all all the time relationships are just things well it's a place where two people live their life and they come together to recuperate i went there want my man to change what he's doing because i stepped foot in his life if you want to be a podcaster and do six out of seven shows a week baby do you don't go to four and five just because i stepped in you know what i'm saying i wouldn't want you to change i wouldn't change you because i'm not gonna change me now, 
I say all the time, if your partner makes you want to change for the better, then that's okay. Like if your partner makes you want to communicate better or to prioritize better, then yeah, that's different. Like if you change that, but things like your physicality or your, your livelihood, like don't change that for me. Now, if you talking to multiple girls and me, yeah, you gonna have to change that boy. You gonna have to change that baby. I'm not finna sit up here and talk to you. And you talking to multiple girls. Like, no. If you be like, nah, yeah, I'll drop all my hoes for you right now. But you gotta trust me. And you gotta understand, like, I want to be your man. And I want you to be my girl. Then, yeah, I, I think about it. I consider that. But you gotta prove that shit to me. Like, don't sit up here and I dropped all my hoes for you. And then a week later... So you talking to my man or really, really so-and-so, this what we doing. But you just, uh-uh, I ain't got time. I ain't got time. Please, I do not have time. No, ma'am, don't don't come over here with that riffraff. Move now. I ain't got time. <laughs> okay. And speaking of the devils, do you feel that T, X, and Y were a complete waste of your time? I feel like Y was a complete waste of my time. But then again, I say no. Um, I would say, you know, this is how I can summarize it. They say you fall in love three times in your life, right? The first one, which will be T, is puppy love. I look at me and T's situation and I don't say that it was love, but in actuality, it was love because that was what I knew was to be love. You know what I'm saying? Like I told you how he would buy me gifts and the little love notes he would write for me and all that. That was love to me and it counted because it was puppy love. T was my first love. My, my high school sweetheart, that was my little boo-boo bear. And I had X. <laughs> X taught me that was the second love. And they say the second love kind of teaches you, it takes you through there. It's like um it takes you through a lot of changes. It it teaches you life lessons. It it makes you just want to give up, throw in a towel. And yes, that was X. X was that person. Lord have mercy. <laughs> X taught me some woo. X taught me to never date an Aquarius. Shout out to all my Aquarius. But like I said, I'm never dating y'all again. <laughs> um, X taught me a lot of junk. You know what I'm saying? And then last but not least, your third love. This love happens uh, unexpectedly. You don't see this love coming. And I can say that's why. Because I didn't see this nigga coming from a can of paint like... You trying to talk to my big sister. You doing your thing. And then next thing I know, you didn't fell in front of me. And I walk by you like, okay, boy, stop playing. And then you trip me up. And now I'm on the floor with you. I'm like, well, how this happen? <laughs> so, yeah, he was my third uh, love. He was the third person that I did love. And... Because I didn't see that one coming. That kind of just happened. I'm like, how? Why? What the fuck? But I kind of felt like why was a waste of time. Because like I said, we did all this just to be strangers again. Like, we don't talk no more. We don't see each other no more. We we did all this for what? 
that that was just six months of my life I can never get back. From October to April, I can't get that shit back. <laughs> but hey, no need to live in the past, right? What's done is done. So, um, yeah, I can honestly say, T X and Y. Even though they said no relationship is a waste of time. I felt like all of them was a waste of time. But again, I'm thankful for the experience with all of them. Um, Because like I say, some people say a relationship is not a waste of time. Because I, I'm going to be real with y'all. I feel like I'm a seasonal person. I really feel like I'm a stepping stone. I am a stepping stone. And let me explain. Because if you notice, what did I tell you T and Y did? They was with me dumped me stepped down because because <laughs> you ain't step up you were up and you stepped down to be with a hoe and a hungry hungry hippo um yeah so that's how that went and like i said and t treated his hoe you know the same way he treated me and then why treated his hungry hungry hippo better than he did me so yeah you know it it was like i was a stepping stone and like i said to me i just feel like when it comes to dating i am a seasonal person and not a lifetime that's why i don't date because you will not use me for trial and error and then turn around and go paint a picasso with the lessons you learned from me i refuse <laughs> so yeah uh I can't sit up here and say that they was a waste of time because apparently we needed each other at that time. We dealt with each other, you know. T needed me in high school. I needed him. X needed me to the point X told me one time I was his angel. He was like, you just came into my life when I needed you the most. And apparently I did, you know. Even though he didn't do shit, right. And then why, I guess I was just a stepping stone for him to get ready for his hippopotamus you know um yeah so i don't know waste of time i gotta flip a coin on that one because to me i didn't get nothing out that deal but <sighs> heartache hurt feelings resentment disgusted okay i don't want to talk about the motherfuckers let's talk about something else <laughs> okay <laughs> um being that you are almost 30 what have you yet to experience in this life Ooh, being loved by a real man real love like i said i've never been on a real date never had a guy to like take control never had a guy to take me on a real date never had a guy to be romantic romantic never had a guy post me on social media i'll have to say what i haven't experienced i haven't been married i haven't been engaged i haven't had a baby 
Uh, I haven't had my own house. Unless you count the dorms at South Alabama. But see, I had to share. So I had my own place at South Alabama. But then again, that was like an apartment. And I shared it with my line sister and um, our other roommate, you know. But yeah, never had my own house. Never been engaged. Never been pregnant. Never been in, uh, Never had a baby. Never been married. Um, never been proposed to, never been posted on social media, never had a guy go all the way out for me for my birthday, never had a nigga take off work for my birthday, you know, never had a guy to surprise me. I, I haven't been loved properly. I haven't had a real love. Not at the age of almost being 30. Yeah, never had that. Never had that. Um, if you could go back to any area in your life, where would you go back to and why? Ooh, that's a toughie. You know what? I know I sound corny when I say this. I would go back to the time I spent with my grandma, Jackie. Because I miss her. And my grandmama, she died from lung cancer. And if I would have known she was going to leave me when I felt like I needed her the most at 13 years old, I would have never left her side. So I would have to say when my grandma Jackie was alive, that would that would be a time where I wish I could go back to. Um... I do not wish to go back to high school because I hated high school. Mm. I, re I really don't know if I want to go back or not. Oh, I mean, my childhood was okay. Like on a scale of one to 10, I say it was like 8.5, but I don't think I could. I, it's a time in my life in the past that I would want to go back to. I probably would have went back to my senior year in high school because, like I said, I went through some shit. <laughs> and I probably would have, like, did something different. I probably wouldn't have went to South Alabama if I could go back and change that. But, I would, yeah, I would have to say if I could go back to any time, it would be to spend time with my grandma, Jackie. Yeah, because... I don't know. Like, I really don't wish I could go back. That's, that's not, If I had to go back, it would be to go see her. But other than that, I could have did without the other stuff. I was just like, you know what? <laughs> yes. Okay, y'all, we got two more questions. And I'm going to wrap it up for y'all, all right? What's the hardest thing you've had to accept being an adult? Ooh, y'all got time? <laughs> The hardest thing I've had to accept about being an adult is that you can plan your life and have your life set up. It don't mean that that's what life has in store for you. I think what I had to accept that just because I'm a sweet person and I'm the ideal woman and I am the woman that every man wishes and talks about having don't mean that that man wants me in his life. Um, I've learned even though you play by the rules and you do everything right, that don't get you nowhere. 
what i mean by that is having being real don't get you nothing but lied to and being loyal don't get you nothing but left being honest don't get you nothing but played you know excuse me i'm sorry i had a big dinner a keto burger and some french lies which was a salad (laughs) i pretended my salad was french fries and my burger was a lettuce wrapped steak burger it was good um hmm. okay like okay let me bring the um christianity into it right i thought me going to church me praying and praying and praying that everything could fall down from the sky for me that's not true i think was hard being an adult or having to accept being an adult is that everything i thought was true as a kid it's a lie now as an adult you get what i'm saying like I didn't realize when it came down to marriage and love, it's it's not all a fairy tale. It takes work. You know what I'm saying? Or I didn't realize that just because you nice, sweet, real, and genuine and 100% with people, they feel like they ain't got to be there with you. I feel like people wake up to take advantage of a person like me because I'm not your Abrams. I'm sweet. I mean, I've had motherfuckers call me green. You know, like you green. You know, people use you. They feel like they take advantage of you. Yeah. All because I keep it G. I keep it 100. I'm real. Like, I didn't have niggas tell me you the realest person I ever met just for them to turn around and do some fake shit behind my back. Why? <laughs> yeah that motherfucker told me you the realest person i ever met but then you turn around and throw some fake shit up in my face like what the fuck is that but whatever so yeah i feel like that that would be the hardest thing like just because i had to learn just because i'm real don't with people don't mean they're gonna be real with me just because i open up to people don't mean they're gonna open up to me everything i thought was true as a kid now that i'm an adult it's a fucking lie you know and now i have to unlearn everything that i thought was true as a kid and accept that the lie is our reality i think that's the hardest thing about being in a um having to face as an adult or having to accept because it's one thing for you to grow up and think this is how my life gonna turn out this is how my life gonna be then when it's that time to happen in your life it ain't happened yet so now you sitting up here looking like what? Like what? Wait, what? <laughs> Are you sure? Are you positive? Like no. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the hardest part I had to accept about being an adult. Like, man. <laughs> Even when it came down to church. I used to feel like if I didn't go to church every Sunday, God was going to send me to hell. Not realizing church is within me. I am the church. Now, I'm not trying to deteriorate people. Like I said, if you go to church, go to church. Do you. But God lives within me. I have church within me right now. Like I said, as long as I have a, a relationship with God, 
I ain't got to go to no building to do that. I feel like church is a business now. I'm not saying I ain't going to support it and that I'm not going to go. That's not what I'm saying. But I do confess, like, I'm not that type of person where I go to church every Sunday like I used to. I read my Bible every day. I do my daily devotion every day. I meditate. I pray to God every single day. But I ain't got to go to no church to do that. Especially when I'm working on weekends and have homework. God understand. God knew this was going to happen before I did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's kind of like. Again, everything I thought was true as a kid is now a lie as I turn into an adult. And I think having to accept that, you know, it it is what it is. No harm, no foul. And like I said, how people are really a doggy dog like it's a doggy dog world and once again just because you care about this world don't mean the people in it care about you you know what i'm saying i've realized that you can love somebody be the best woman or the best man to them and they'll just act like you never existed i never knew people ghost people like y'all what what i always thought ghosting was like casper the friendly ghost but when i say like ghosts like they just stop talking to you like you never even happened i never realized people can disregard you and treat you like trash like what (laughs) like again i've been in situations where I know I was a good person to somebody who didn't even deserve it and they mad at me right now I can't even tell me why like you put this in motion you've done all this stuff and you mad for what or gaslighting like people will really try to sit up here and make it seem like you're the crazy one no, I didn't say that. Or, no, but you did. No, no, I didn't. Yes, you did. My nigga, stop lying. Yeah. Like, people will sit up here and try to make you think that you are crazy. Man. That's a lot of stuff. It is a lot of stuff. A hell of a lot that I didn't realize as a kid. You know, now that I'm an adult, that life is not a straight path. You're going to have some bumps and bruises and twists and turns, you know. But yeah, that's what being an adult has taught me. All right, and the last question. When did you realize you were growing into a woman? Ooh, to tell you the truth, baby, I still feel like I'm growing into a woman. Physically, I am fully developed. <laughs> you know? But I feel like there is so much more for me to learn as a young woman. Like I said, I'm finna be 28 this year. 
Shout out to my 94 babies, y'all. We two years. We gonna be in that 30-year-old club. I ain't looking forward to it, but hey. <laughs> I just be thankful to say I'm here and that I made it. But yeah, um, as an adult, what I've had to learn. Wait, what was the question again? Hold on. I'm sorry, y'all. Forgive me. Uh-oh. Hold on, y'all. Wait a minute. Lord, I lost the question that fast. Oh, when did you realize you were growing into a woman? I realized that I was growing into a woman when I uh, accepted the fact that I'm not going to be in control of everything. I'm not going to know the answer to, uh, to why, to everything. Where I realized that... Whew, excuse me, y'all could tell I'm sleeping. I'm so sorry, y'all. I had a great workout at the gym today. But realizing that... um. I'm not going to be in control of everything. I can't control what happens to me. However, I can control how I adapt to it and how I move throughout it. Realizing that you can't cry every time that life don't go your way. You understand what I'm saying? You got to pick up the pieces and keep rolling with the shit. I realize that I'm not always the problem because I'm the type I always take accountability, but... I'm learning how to not do that. You know, if something wrong with me, of course, I can be woman enough to say something is wrong with me or that I messed up. But I'm not going to take the blame for somebody else's fuck up just to have them in my life. Or I realize that I know I'm going to sound racist when I say this. Black people need therapy because like I said, I was once one of those people black people don't need therapy we just need jesus mm-hmm. <laughs> but in actuality we need therapy because I, I found out i was one of those black people that needed therapy and that there's nothing wrong with me because i need therapy i look at it like this if you're going to therapy you are making yourself a better person you care about becoming a better person not for this world but for yourself you understand what I'm saying? That's why I feel like we need therapy. Realizing that therapy is not a crutch, but it's a tool to make your life better and to make yourself a better human being. Because again, it's okay to not be okay, baby. I had to learn that the hard way. Um. Again, when I accepted the fact that life is a game and you can't help the hand you was dealt with when my boy Tupac said you um you can't help you was dealt this hell of a hand aka keep your head up go check that song out and um that's what I learned man I just when I realized life ain't what I thought it was cause you never remember when the last time like you was a kid And I think when I got my job at UAB, I was paying my bills. Like, when I realized I couldn't go to my mommy and daddy for stuff. Like, don't get me wrong. My mom and my dad, they do do for me. But realizing, like, mom and dad ain't going to always be here. So, you got to move like how you, you know what I'm saying? You got to move like they ain't here. 
Um, another thing, like I said, when I learned that marriage is just not all about honeymoon bliss, it's a teamwork, it's a team effort. And how majority of men are not monogamous, they're polygamous. <laughs> I had to learn that too. Um, yeah, my life is all I have. My rhymes, my pen, my pad. And I done made it through the struggle. Don't judge me. <laughs> Shout out to my boy, J. Cole. Hey, boo, what's up? Look, I'm ready for another album. Let's do it. When when another album coming out, J. Cole? Come on now. Um, I just want to say, as we come to a close at this episode, thank you all for listening to The Kid, the Annihilator podcast again. I said, just came out my turtle shell just to get a little sunshine, just to get a little fresh air. And now I'm going to go back because it's 10, 14. It is way past my bedtime because your girl got to get a beauty sleep because I got to get up in the morning. <laughs> and um, I love you all so, so much and so, so dearly. I'm wishing everybody a terrific Tuesday. Like I say all the time, baby. Don't worry about your past because the past is dead and gone. It ain't nothing you could do about it. Don't worry about your future because your future has yet to happen. And focus on your present life, okay? Because your present life is a gift. I want to say thank you all for supporting my podcast. Thank you all for being my family. Thank you all for being my friends. And most importantly, thank you all for being you. I love you, lovey, loveys. And y'all always remember, the beautiful thing about you is that you are you. And can't nobody take that away from you. That's your superpower, okay? So y'all get some good rest. Get y'all a good night's sleep. And I will see y'all around the way. And hopefully, I will hear from y'all too. Good night, baby. I love you. <laughs> Bye, lovey, loveys. <laughs>